K-Hen is supported in part by Little Red Hen Bakery, located at 302 G Street in downtown Salida. Little Red Hen specializes in hometown fresh-baked bread, bagels, and treats, all made with organic and local ingredients. A full menu, including the wood-fired oven schedule and daily specials, can be found on their Facebook page at Little Red Hen Salida. K-Hen and Little Red Hen, just two hometown chickens working to keep Salida, Salida. K-Hen is supported in part by Hilltop Broadband. Hilltop Broadband for residential and business wireless internet service. Servicing Salida and Poncha Springs in Chaffee County, as well as areas in Fremont County, Custer County, and more. To experience the Hilltop difference and request new customer information, email info at hilltop-broadband.com or call toll-free 877-783-2889. Welcome, friends, to part two of On the Rails, direct from the KHEN 106.9 FM caboose. And here in the caboose where we produce On the Rails, our engineer up in the head end of this train is, is Rick White. And we have sitting, she's up in the angel seat now, looking out at the panorama as we go by, is our special guest, Dixie. I'm down here firing up the coal stove so that her feet don't get cold, so she can just dangle them down from the from the angel seat and she's just back from a fascinating trip to um, all the way from denver to the west coast and she, we haven't even gotten really out of the station we're, we're mostly talking about conversations she had a lot of interesting conversations uh as she said in the coach between um san francisco and and denver and um we haven't even gotten past her conversations with people. And so what we need to do is to get get down to business here, Dixie, and hear a little bit more about the, the the what's and wherefores of your trip or not. But we could just talk about Buffalo. But no, I, nobody wants to hear my Buffalo stories. I've already told my Buffalo stories so many times. We'll, ha- we'll talk about those over over coffee. After. Oh, we'll talk about those over coffee. All right. So now where did you get on when and all that? Not when, but when. Um, I, uh, I got on in a couple of weeks ago. This is now whatever the date is, the 19th. Um, uh, it's, it, anyway, it's May. That was the event. When did I get on? Time-wise, you mean? Well, no, I mean, you got on early in the morning in Denver. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but you're saying it's not that early or wasn't that early. Well, I, yeah, I'm glad. It, I mean, I could see it was perfectly timed so you could see all the beautiful mountains that you go through in the daylight. And so then, you know, I arrived in, well, Richmond in near San Francisco and it was like 5.30. So, you know, it was a, a full day of light and, and so it was, I thought that was very well done. So, um, well, no, it wasn't a whole day. I'm well, sorry. I didn't mean were, it. No, 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 no. I Dixie. All right. So what impressed you the most then as you uh, pulled up out of Denver, gaining altitude? and 
Well, I live in Colorado and, and there are parts like I'd never been to um, uh, Frazier and uh, a winter park in that area. And so, and just, it was so exciting to get on a train and watch it go up, up, up above Denver. And then you go through these tunnels, but you could see the train on the curves. You could see the train going around in front of you. And I don't know, there was something really, really kind of amazing about that. I mean, just that trains can do that, this long thing. I don't know. I came to appreciate a lot of things on this trip. And um, so one of them was just the beauty. I mean, I think my, uh, uh, the most important thing for me was just the beauty of, and seeing it just go by. So, you know, just every, every view was a different view. And, and to me, it all became beautiful. And, you know, oh. just uh, going that's, along that's... the Colorado River oh. near places where you, no other cars were there. Nobody else could see that except if you were on the train. And I was thought, wow, this is pretty special. I could go on. Oh, if you, yeah. I mean, if, well, yeah. I mean, the beauty of the. Well, I no, mean, well, I'm just interested in what. And and at this point, of course, you were going fairly slow, I assume. Uh, you yeah, know, this isn't I mean, a high speed train. Well, it was high speed coming into into Richmond. I mean, it was the fastest that I was aware that we'd gone the whole trip and they were making up for lost time right so they i went i went down and the conductor was down looking out the window one of them and i said well how fast are we going and he said probably 80 85 or something like that and i'm going wow that's it felt like it too it was pretty pretty uh, pretty fun to go that fast so we wow. need more of those high we need now we need the high speed trains right I think we do, yeah. But yeah, but we can't. Well, you, first of all, you, you're never going to be able to really build high speed through the mountains. So okay. uh, if you build it, yeah. I mean, I don't think you are. I mean, I, and so, I mean, I like the slow speed so I can watch things go by. I mean, people who ride high speed say you don't see the countryside, you just well, see kind of a, yeah, no, of uh, a blur. So we want to keep doing this through the mountains and, yeah, maybe high I, speed out on the plains or something. Yeah, that was kind of a silly thing to say. I mean, yeah, it wasn't silly at all. It was well, no. not silly, but I mean, yeah. When I think about needing high speed trains, it's more about like getting from Colorado Springs to Denver, places where so many cars are just always, you know, backed up and the highways are blocked. And so, yeah, that was where I was coming from. Yeah, yeah. So well. Okay, so we've, let's see, we talked a little about the food. So coming back, you probably packed some of your own food so you didn't end, end up eating a, a, a forbidden hamburger. Oh, I did eat it one because it was good. Just <laughs> I, I was tired of eating my snacks, you know. <laughs> so, but um, I, don't, I guess, you know, the other thing that speaking about what, you know, the views, a very interesting thing I hadn't expected to have happen on that trip, and I don't know why, but as we went, got, went through all the plane, you know, the plains and um, started coming into California and the 
you know, more towns and uh, there was just, it just slowly increased the amount of homelessness of people along the side of the train or near there oh, somehow. Interesting. It was, it was a bit overwhelming, especially like coming out of Richmond. Um, I mean, wow, I could show pictures that are pretty amazing. Um, how sad it is and how, you know, just, um, and then when they abandon them, they just kind of leave all this trash, all this stuff there and nobody seems to come and pick it up or, and so it's, it is a pretty um, sad to see actually and um, um, wake up all in a way. So, yeah. Forrest, have you, have you noticed that, uh, you took that California Zephyr in the last few years. This is the first comment that I've heard like this. How about you? I I definitely, uh, yeah, the Zephyr, uh, as like three or four years ago, you didn't see it. Or you, see, you might see one tent somewhere or one campfire somewhere. Now, it, as you say, it's a string of tents, of uh, camp, campfire sites, of... Um, Oh, I don't know. Old building materials, uh, sort of piled up, with uh, tarps on top of them or something. You see, a, and 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 many more women. It used to be it was just a single males, really. Is what you saw. Mm -hmm. Now you see uh, more women out there, mm -hmm. and I, I just don't know. I mean, wow. I mean, Denver's yeah. tr apparently trying some things. They've, they've been setting up some, quote, okay encampments. I, I don't know. And it just strikes me, it's not really like the old hobos. You know, uh, the old hobos, they just, they, I mean, that's the old hobos. God, I talked with a lot of them back in the day. And they, they kind of liked it. I mean, they liked being, I don't know if they liked the homeless part, but they did, didn't want to be tied down. You know, they wanted to, keep following the rails and uh, right. many of them many of them had songs they would sing and they would a few of them would get around the old campfire at night and if you were out there your caboose was parked down away you'd walk over and say hi to them and so i don't know yeah what what's and what do you think dixie what what can be done here to change it i mean mm -hmm. Boy, it's well, the thing I noticed is I think in Colorado, it's not as bad as it is in California, whereas it, as you get closer to the East Bay, I mean, to the well, yeah, and there's it's warmer, you know, I think California in that area has a lot more than even Colorado, maybe except in the summer here. But um, but I I don't know. I mean, it has to do with the the inequality in our society more and more and so there'll be probably more more of that than it is now eventually so i don't have an answer i wish it you was feel, yeah yeah so you feel this was more involuntary it was mainly an involuntary response to the lack of any decent job or any job that you'd want to do kind of thing yeah i would say that's true i don't know that many people i mean a few people might prefer that lifestyle but i don't think most people want to live like that 
um, or that many. I don't know. What do, do you think that's that that's a lifestyle? I don't know. I, I used to talk to a lot of hobos, of course, and right. um, uh, um, a few of them were, were dedicated to life on the rails or life on the interstate or life wherever. I mean, they did not want to settle down. They they wanted to have a be in camp for a while and then, you know, catch out. Yeah. Um, some of them were died in the wool alcoholics or kind of drug yeah. users, but not by any means all of them. And and um, so and I don't know. Did did they once set out to lead a straight life, so to speak, and were disappointed and ended up, uh, you know, on the rails? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, interesting. It seems like what's happening now, instead of people, you know, jumping the train, was that we everybody now tries to live in campers, and they all try. Have you seen the movie Nomad Land? With I have not. I hear it's a very good movie. Yeah. So that that's another kind of community of hobo type people, if you want to call them that. But uh, yeah, um, that was a very good movie as far as seeing another way of living out out in nature more. Anyway, in campers. In, yeah, campers are, I mean, all kinds of things. I mean, you know, you see them all. Not big. Well, they were the big. There were some of those big ones. Um, people travel around in groups, though. They go to the next campground and see each other there and that kind of thing. So fascinating. Fascinating. Is that a kind of lifestyle that uh, appeals to anybody? <laughs> it appeals to any of our listeners here at KHEN? I, I wonder. Maybe we should have the KHEN No Man Land swap at 106.9 on your FM dial by podcast or on iTunes. And you could tune that in and you could see who's who's on the, you know, who's on the road this week, where they're going. Do you want to join their group? Do you want to move along? You know, it's possible, I guess. Could be the, could be the, the hobo bulletin board of, of the, no, no, no. I, yeah, I guess not. Huh. <laughs> well, I do know a few people that do that here. I wouldn't, I don't think they, I mean, they have homes here, but they do that. You know how there's so many snowbirds here. They go to yeah. big group kind of travel around somehow. And yeah, so I know we're, we're going off the street here. But, um, we, we were a little bit off that. Well, we're not because we're talking about what you saw from the train. And the main difference is that you saw a lot more homeless folk. Yeah. And they do tend to live on the railroad right of way. And the railroads from time to time do, do come in and tell them that they're trespassing and that they should move out. And they might for a day or two, but they'll be right back. So I imagine the railroads sort of give up on it and say, well, you know. Yeah, and, I guess so. And, I didn't. Yeah, I isn't it interesting that uh, with this happening is that um, this is not visible to most of our society. They're staying out of the, mm-hmm. the mainstream 
but once you and the rail right-of-ways have always been that way i mean it doesn't run through the nice part of town it runs through the other side of town yeah right that's and, true and it um yeah i just find it very interesting and i've i've lived in the bay area and some of the homeless encampments in the city in san francisco are it, <laughs> it is amazing how big they are how many people are involved in just this one encampment and then there are other places around um yeah yeah, I, I wanted to say that uh, Dixie. I think a person like yourself should take the uh, should take the Pullman route one time. Yeah, I agree. Though I find it very expensive, and I find coach very reasonable. Right. And uh, but for the experience and kind of back to the conversation that um, that you had a nice conversation with that woman. Uh, I've always had very nice conversations. You lose a little bit of that when you get into your private car. Okay. You, okay. you don't have quite as much contact with the others, but you're, you can go up to the observation deck as well. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it seemed, because, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the coach, uh, coaches are, you know, you, you did see a variety of different kinds of people, like one guy sitting, when I was coming back with that group, there was a, a guy that came and sat parallel to me, and he seemed to have a little bit of a mental illness thing going, and he would, uh, you would be saying something, and he would stand up and, you know, kind of say something to me, like uh, I was saying something bad he assumed I was saying something bad about him you know anyway just different kinds of of uh, people that are less able to be in the in the uh, sleeper cars so yeah it it is I didn't realize that I guess I didn't realize that much the difference and I mean it's like our whole society you know more the wealthy stay away from the riffraff of people in the world and somehow and <laughs> they're protected. No, no, absolutely. And no, folks, absolutely. Do you know, do, do, does the, do the sleeper cars, do they have their own observation deck at that end? No, there's so only you, one observation deck. Okay. Yeah. People would come up there for variety, but this, because of the pandemic, you know, there are tables and they're, you know, it's every other one and the seats that there were less people that could go up there mm -hmm. and at a time. And so anyway, when I first went up the first time, I, there were no seats. And so I go, wow, I'm going to have to figure out the best time to come. And as time went on, it got more and more open. But anyway, it was, but it, it was much, it was fun up there. A lot of people, you know, yeah. laughing and having a good time. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Well, I've been, of course, as far as the excessive rates for the uh, sleepers are concerned, uh, there's a lot of pushback coming from the rail travel groups. And um, we'll see. Uh, and Amtrak itself is saying, well, maybe they'll think that over for, for fall. And of course, that brings up the whole philosophical question about Amtrak, the, their management is bound to determine to make money, and yet they were not chartered to make money. 
they like the post office and like the interstate highway system were chartered to give service to the public. Nobody ever expected them to make money or the post office to make money or the interstate highways to make money. They don't. <laughs> it costs us a Your fuel tax doesn't come close to paying for the real cost of your, you know, your interstate uh, highway uh, mile. I didn't know that. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely so. So um, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the, 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 the rail travel groups are really kind of on a, not a warpath, but they're really kind of confronting Amtrak management these days saying, what are you guys doing with this goal you have of making money? You're, you're not supposed to be making money. You're, you're supposed to be putting people in those sleepers and um, buying more sleepers so that putting more on the rails, kind yeah. of. Okay. Kind of thing. Well, that is yeah. that is amazing. There, yeah. So, I mean, when what was it like in the past? What was the difference between much, us? much more reasonable? My son and I, not that long ago. Well, yeah, not that long ago. Took uh, took the took a, a different train. This was when we were going to L.A. But um, I would say your sleeper cabin was maybe a third more than your coach accommodation. Okay. It was a little more, but not like what they're doing right now, which yeah. is double yeah. or, or triple. Uh, oh. Wouldn't you say triple? Yeah. Probably. More than triple. Yeah, almost yeah. more than, I mean. Uh, no. Now, what you can do, and I do, I, whenever I use my credit card, it is an Amtrak guest rewards uh, yeah. credit card. And, so it's been a while since I've actually paid for a trip. Seems like I always have enough points on my credit card that, uh, that I can use those points. But with these rates for sleepers, I'd use up my points pretty fast, I think, you know. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I guess, um, yeah. Uh, it's our well, world, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It is our world. And well, let, let it, gosh, let's get back to your trip here. All right. So you slept through the Eastern Plains, but surely you would have been awake for uh, Donner Pass, wouldn't you? Yeah. Didn't? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah Donner now, how... Pass, no. One part that I did miss was going through Utah, but it was dark by then. And uh, um, yeah, and we, so coming into Salt Lake City, I had I was had been asleep or trying to sleep anyway, and uh, yeah, it. Um, I missed some beautiful mountains coming through Utah that I was the <laughs> one. I, I it was too bad. You couldn't see them anyway, I guess, but because <laughs> it was probably. Dark. Now, was there? Did you feel any of the old railroad zest or the old railroad allure when you? Walked into that, walked into Union Station in Denver, and there's all the hustle and bustle of putting on the bags and getting your ticket checked and walking down the platform. I mean, I, as a kid, that always seemed exciting to me that I was off on an adventure now. And yeah, the, yeah. the vacation was beginning right now. And uh, I did, do people still feel, I always, I still feel that a little bit. Well, um, I thought, I mean, since I've never really done this before, I, all I know is like going into Union Station was it looked 
I mean, it was a place and, and, but it seemed like it had a lot of other things going on or coming in there. It was not like they were all coming to the train. So waiting, I just thought, well, you know, this <clears> is, <throat> no, but, but when they announced it and everybody's walking out and lining up, that was exciting. Yeah. 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 Really going, really happening. <laughs> yeah. But well, how, about, how, uh, yeah. how about on board? Because I know our, our, our time is getting away. How uh, on board personnel? How were they? courteous, nice, welcoming, or just indifferent, or what? You know, some were and some weren't. I, I mean, there was um, some, yeah, and and they were always really nice when you asked them for something, so I felt like that was true. Um, some people were even actually, you know, especially nice helping you with things, and, but um, yeah, I mean, it was it was okay. Were they getting any Especially, tips? I don't know. I didn't get a sense of tips other than when I went down to the little, whatever, that little cafe or whatever to get uh, something. There was a tip jar, but most people, oh, well, they didn't, they told you you couldn't use cash. And so everything was mostly through credit cards. So it was hard to know. If oh, people, yeah. Because they, they didn't want, you know, transform, you know, handing over stuff with yeah, COVID yeah. on it or something. But yeah, so I couldn't really tell, but I'd, I'd say they didn't maybe get a lot, at least. Now, my understanding coach. is that Amtrak has changed the mask rule, that if you're in your seat in the in the coach, you can take your mask off now. <clears throat> Would do, had right. that changed, but yeah. Yeah, no, they did. You had to wear your mask the whole time unless you were eating, so... But nobody, a lot, there were people who did not do that. So it was yeah. it's the same as on the Any, ground. As anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think, I, I think the new rule is that if you are in your seat in the coach, you can yeah. take your mask off, I think. I, I don't know. You did, did they actually ever announce that? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they made it very clear. I mean, in the coach, well... I mean, in the coach, you, you had to eat. Yeah, to well, yeah. So it, you, sure. you didn't have to. But when you weren't doing that, you had to have a mask on. And yeah. they did They did ask people, the, the conductors did come through and ask people to put their masks on. But then as soon as they walked away, they took them off again. So, yeah, so. Uh, yeah. anyway. That's, that's where, <laughs> that's, a, that's our society, isn't it? Well, Dixie, it just sounds like you had a wonderful trip. Uh, Denver to uh, San Francisco Bay and San Francisco Bay back to back to Denver and through all that gorgeous scenery and seeing a lot of Americana. You really saw Americana. I did. I got a slice of the real world out there and some of just beautiful, how beautiful our country is. I really, it was a great adventure for me. Oh, I gosh. I'll do it again with a sleeper car. That's all I can say when I yeah, say Okay. <laughs> well, supposedly come fall the prices are going to go down on the sleepers they say oh. so right. we'll see we'll see it falls falls actually my favorite time to to go anyway oh. and uh yeah well all right well let's see um let me let me say this we're almost going to put the khen caboose in the sidetrack here and I really appreciate you taking a little ride in the khen caboose <laughs> here for <laughs> for on the rails 
and uh, look forward to getting you on here again. And, um, you know, yeah. yeah All right. Fun. Well, well, it's okay. You have any last, any, any parting thoughts before we, uh, before we shout a big highball and, and pull the air here on this thing? Um, give it a try. If you've never done it, it's a, it's a, it's an American thing to do. Well, not American, but I mean, it's sure. a wonderful thing to do if you've never done it. So that's my story. Very nice. Dixie, thank you. Thank you so much for being on here. And oh, yeah. um, was great. speaking on behalf of our engineer up there in the, up there in the head end. And uh, okay, we're going to bank the fire in the old caboose. Uh, close down the windows. Get ready to pull the air. And when we do, we're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna light a fusee, throw it out in the middle of the track, so nobody hits us while we climb out. And we're gonna give a great big high ball on the count of three. One, two, three. High ball! High ball! High ball! High ball! Cahen is sponsored in part by Soulcraft Brewing, Salida's hometown brewery, offering a large selection of traditional and seasonal craft beers. Their spacious patio features cozy fire pit tables for outdoor warmth on chilly days. Fresh food is served daily at the Soul Shack food truck, featuring snacks like wings and pretzels, and full meals like sandwiches, burgers, and a delicious brunch on Sunday. Soulcraft is open daily for happy hour, lunch, and dinner.